Welcome to another Game People podcast, where we take a particular video game, some writers from the website, and have a good old chat. Come and join the gang of reviewing artisans, see if from every angle. This week, we're looking at Plants vs Zombies, available on pretty much every platform in the world, and I've got with me Chris Jarvis and special guest Ian Simons. Hardcore casual, personal, there's someone just like you, people. So before we talk about Plants vs Zombies in detail, let's uh, hear from who we've got here today. Hi, I'm uh, Chris Jarvis, I write the Novel Gamer column for GamePeople.co.uk. Hello, I'm Ian Simons, I direct the Game City Festival in Nottingham. Great, there's lots of different angles you could come at Plants vs Zombies, um, and it's a game that's had quite a lot of press and has been quite popular, but for us, what was it about it? That... I think the thing that really surprised me about the game, so I, so I think it's fantastic, I should kind of get all that out of the way too, mm. but I was really, really surprised um, with the the kind of commitment that everyone else in my house felt towards it, which is quite unusual. So my six-year-old son and my uh, 36-year-old wife were both completely, I mean, completely, I don't mean they liked it a bit, were completely committed to this game to the point where breakfast conversation would be about exchanging strategies or, you know, on how, on how best to play it. Um, that's never really happened. Um, there's never been a game as kind of universally adopted in our household as, as PVZ has been. I'm not completely sure why, but it's been genuinely unique um, in that um, in that sense. So that's why I, I wanted to talk about it. What platform were you guys playing it on? We have played it on the iPhone, iPad, and 360. Was there a moment or a particular platform where you think it came into its own? Was it just a slow... Um, well, for my son, um, it was about him playing it on my phone, and less so, I have to say, on the iPad. Um, mm-hmm. For my wife, she recently got an iPhone, and this became the second game that she became became kind of completely committed to. She tends to play a single game. Uh, and from, for me and, and the boy, um, we really liked playing on the 360, uh, and particularly the two-player, the Versus stuff. My experience was kind of a bit more mixed. I mean, I, I'd sort of heard about plants versus zombies you know a while ago when it came out and people were talking about it and it seemed to be a big title um, and then i played it more recently and i think i was just kind of surprised because because it had become so popular um i was expecting it to be more than it was and for me i found it to be i mean it was a perfectly enjoyable game but it was you know it certainly wasn't the um this, this sort of great epic <laughs> gaming experience that i that maybe i'd been led to, to to believe it would be you know i'm quite curious to know sort of why plants versus zombies uh, has achieved such kind of critical and popular success oh. where where there are maybe you know there are sort of hundreds of others of, of sort of tower defense clones uh, which are all free to play and which all have fairly similar mechanics but don't seem to be as universally adopted what platform did this uh, first appear on it first was on pc in 2009 then it came to ios in 2010 then xbox later on in 2010 uh playstation network a bit after that uh and then finally mm-hmm. it's had an american release on the ds and I, I understand it's coming to the uk on the ds as well i'm making an assumption here and i, I don't know but um w- was it the case that it really sort of tipped over into being huge when it hit iOS. It seems to have been steady to me. The, the, there was a lot of buzz about it, as, as there are whenever PopCap release a game on the PC, because I think there's that very broad adoption. Where, sure, you know, it's kind of invisible, stuff. isn't it? Yeah. 
and but what happens though, I think, is that it has a, a, a buzz in the wider culture, and it, often it's not until later on, and it hits some of the more typical gaming platforms, that us, uh, the gaming media, <laughs> start talking about it almost. And it's interesting because mm. we're sort of playing catch up often in yeah, what's yeah, actually yeah. happening, rather than sort of leading the way and trying to tell all our friends to play it. <laughs> it's actually the other yeah. way around. Our friends are saying, "Oh, have you played Plants vs Zombies?" <laughs> we're like, "Oh, what's that? What is that on Xbox?" Yeah, a planned name was Lawn of the Dead. Brilliant. For legal reasons, it was changed uh, because of the resemblance to the uh, to the Romero franchise. Excellent. Oh, that would have been a very different game, actually, if we'd call that. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because it does have this combination of zombies with heads and limbs falling off, and um, a very wide sort of menagerie of plants. <laughs> but I mean, our kids didn't bat an eyelid at this. They are, they're relatively sensitive to to things they don't like, um, and would be like, "Oh, I don't want to play that, Dad. It's a bit scary." Mm. But all of them were like, oh, yeah, zombies, they're yeah, falling over and dying. There's no problem. Mm. How was that in your family, Ian? Again, kind of widely celebrated, really. I mean, it, was, it wasn't that, the, you know, the kind of violence in it was even noticed, I don't think. It, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't the feature of it. Um, I'm not sure what was. I mean, I think one thing it does really well, particularly on the zombie side, is it draws... This sounds kind of massively pretentious thing to say but i think the zombies are kind of very well drawn i mean they're not just kind of you know like literally they're well drawn but that you know that their characters are written quite large and quite individual so they're quite funny and their emotional responses to the things that the plants do are, you know are genuinely quite funny and kind of how they're animated um and that was one of the things certainly that, that my son enjoyed like, like a huge amount would be um uh, you know particularly you know the kind of the old zombie who um when he gets um when he gets interrupted suddenly kind of grumbles and drops his walking stick and runs forward really really quickly like all that all that stuff was was richly celebrated um in our house it's been, yeah. you know, it's been stuff that's really funny so the, the sort of the sort of drama of it you know and the the, the humor and the characters was something that ended up being really important i don't think we really noticed the you know the kind of arms falling off stuff and, and then that kind of that well that wasn't an issue from a from a you know an explicit violence point of view at all my kids watched me play it for quite a while as they tried to figure out how to sort of get on a bit better so they seemed mm. to struggle at first not quite figuring out you know how the game worked one of the things that they would say as i was playing it oh there's a they had favourite zombies, and they would ask me not to kill them straight away. Right. Like, oh, let the let the granny, you know, walk across for a bit, or the American football player, or the one with its. <laughs> oh, and the, the the guys in the um, water with with the sort of rubber duck rings around them were almost sort of sacrosanct. I had to leave them almost till they're halfway across the screen until I was right, to right, right. Put down my double pea shooter <laughs> and wipe them out. <laughs> but I wonder if you know maybe some of that is is why Plants vs Zombies has become so popular because it is for that kind of you know for that kind of title quite a simple you know what started out maybe life as a, a sort of quite a simple flash game the level of polish that's been brought to it and the character design uh, and the and the scenario i mean this this idea of zombies kind of coming toward the house across the lawn you know the most you know it, it kind of makes sense almost that you've got these plants that can sort of defend your property and I think I think that's what does work about the game and I wonder if that's why it is so popular as a whole product it kind of makes sense I think that's true I think it more than it so it feels it feels really fully baked 
you know, and it feels like there hasn't, you know, it hasn't really even necessarily been tower defense games before this, because you know, it's it's so complete and it's the detail in it and the kind of the the, the, the smaller details and everything from the kind of menu screen selections downwards are just beautiful, and and I think it it just really feels like a huge amount of care and attention has been put into it. It, it makes it very difficult, I think, kind of not to not to love. So I wish to gush too much about this game. You thought, what is it, one pound seventy nine on the iPhone? Phone or something. Well, without getting into discussion about you know the kind of economy of iPhone games, it's um it really feels like you're buying a huge amount of human endeavour, you know, for for one seventy nine, and um and and that's really tangible. I had a similar feel with um Peggle that you know that a lot of these sort of Pachenko games have been around, but it wasn't until playing that I was like, oh my gosh, they've really taken this idea and. T- extended it as far as you possibly could they did a half-life 2 peggle didn't they when like that themed. When half, yeah when half-life 2 first came out they did like a themed peggle <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised right. which is just bizarre because pvz was like so it's comparable what only really to i guess kind of angry birds in terms of its place in ios as a um the kind of signature games mm. or oh, sorry in doodle jump oh, i think one of the interesting things about it is 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 also it's kind of its restraint in that there are only what i think is three environments what is it? There's the lawn, the lawn with the with the river, and the and the lawn with the pond and the roof. Mm. And there's you a lot of nighttime bits as well, don't you? But so yeah, and there's a nighttime bits as well. It's kind of modifiers to that, but they're the same. But it's quite, it's quite a. It's there's a huge amount of levels within that, but it doesn't it doesn't kind of give you a huge amount of of what you might traditionally kind of think of as content, but just kind of really gently and subtly modifies those through kind of new plants and, and, and new zombies throughout it and, and things like nighttime. Whereas you compare that to something like Doodle Jump or Angry Birds, which is so you know there's been obvious opportunities to make Plants vs Zombies tie-ins with movie releases in the same way that you know Angry Birds has looked at that kind of model. Um, there's been obvious opportunities to kind of give lots of kind of new updates for it, in, in, you know, in terms of new levels for it, and it really hasn't done. That. It's been pretty much the same game since it was released. For, I, th- I think there might have been a couple of new levels added to it. I think there's an update coming later on this year. But it's ba- you know it's basically been game since it was released, which is kind of unusual in the iOS space. It seems the same is true on the DS that it comes across, and as far as I can tell, and as far as the packaging makes out, at least it's it's not sort of um, trumpeting new levels. It's really just saying here's Plants vs Zombies that experience yeah. you love. And I think often the only big they addition don't do that. The... They'll add they'll add levels or feel like they've got to tweak or pull it this direction or that direction. Yeah, completely. And it is such an obvious, because it's so big, it's such an obvious game to make a tie-in with, you know, Zombie Movie X, whichever might be coming out at any point. It's kind of unusual that that hasn't happened when you look at what's been happening to, say, it's not to criticise Angry Birds or Doodle Jump for doing that sort of thing at all. But you would think that uh, PVZ would be another candidate for that. In terms of the actual mechanics, what I was surprised about is that although largely it is the classic tower defence setup where you've got an approaching enemy that slowly encroaches and you've got a variety of different essentially units or sort of firing um, guns, although they're actually plants, um, to defend yourself, that within that there's a lot more variety than I'm used to. I was a big fan of Starship Patrol, but that was very restrained. It was tower defence, but you had a very limited number of units and a very limited number of levels. But in Plants vs Zombies, you have this almost like an endless list of plants to draw on. Mm. But then also the way that you, the levels are constructed is very different. And one of my favourites is the one where you have, you have a set number of plants, and, but you can move them yeah. around. And it almost transforms the game completely into a yeah. real-time strategy. So rather than having to stick where they are, it's about moving them into the right spot and uh, yeah. know, choosing where you're going to attack. And yeah, I, I think, again, it's that real, like, just kind of exhaustive sort of milking of this core concept that they've done. And rather than build on lots and lots of kind of extraneous 
details to it. And they've really taken quite a simple set of um, uh, simple set of elements and got everything possible that they could get, you know, get from that. There's plenty of positive things to say. <laughs> is, there, is there any missed opportunities? <laughs> the thing that annoys me most about it um, is when you see buy on the iPad for instance and you have to start again from the beginning oh, yeah. so it's beautifully measured the way in which it you know gradually teaches you all the plans and that's wonderful the first time uh, <laughs> but it's torturous because because you want for some reason one i feel compelled to buy it across different platforms uh, particularly in the, so the xbox the, the two-player stuff on us that's fantastic um but having to go through that um every time is is irritating that's a really good point i mean and again if you come to the ds and play you're going to have that same problem that mm. you'll be working through I mean, maybe maybe they assume that not everyone is going to buy it on every platform. <laughs> yeah. so. Obviously, you can get your kids to play through it for you. Maybe that's yes, yes, indeed. When you're talking about these strategies over breakfast and mm. the reasons that the game's been popular for you, what, what are the sort of themes that emerge? So one of the things I think so, so it, it was really kind of interesting to watch how kind of kids play. Uh, compared to how so I'm like, oh, you know, you've got to get at least four sunflowers down because you've got to make sure you've got enough sun going because it's going to get really busy later on. Um, my son would do the whole thing with like a sunflower, and his really? kind of perception of being how to, of kind of planning ahead is obviously very different. So he's just like a bullet a game, just take them all on. Everything's like in the <laughs> nick of time, and there's a real kind of, um, it's, it's, it's completely successful, I have to say, but a very, you know, a, a real kind of difference to the way that a six-year-old um, thinks about kind of planning ahead to the way that you know to the way that um, so i might or, or you know or, or, or sarah might um so um so that's sort of really funny it's kind of because it works and his kind of complete rejection of ability to have a conversation about the fact he doesn't like having too many sunflowers because he really likes you know he really likes pea shooters and he really he really doesn't like walnuts i'm all about the walnuts and kind of delaying them, whereas he's all about just like plant a zombie bare knuckle slugging it out uh kind of uh, kind of strategy so it was it was largely around um that kind of planning ahead and it was the first time that the strategic elements are so kind of explicit you can't mm. really talk about a plants without talking about strategy that he was aware of just like the concept of strategy at all and that even like being a word so i think he kind of learned the word strategy and the concept of planning ahead and, and planning for different consequences and this sort of stuff from that game um which is, you know, which is in itself kind of interesting, I guess. So yeah, you know, like the fact that he would be able to kind of assess those different outcomes based on, you know, based on these different things that he might do, was um, was really exciting. For me, I couldn't imagine playing it with a, just a single sunflower as well. <laughs> it wasn't it, well, until I was not, like, oh wait a minute, I've got to get loads of these babies down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just I not to actually progress. So fascinating that he actually no, managed to. Um, no sense of risk at all. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and how about your other half? Does she often play games? No. <laughs> this is where so she really doesn't. Um so the, the, there's been I think three four games over our, you know, 18 years together or hang on how many years? No, I can't edit that bit out. A lot of years <laughs> together that we've kind of <laughs> she's kind of really gone. So the first one was Buster Move 2 on the PS2. It was mm -hmm. all about that. I think and uh, to honestly the next one was probably PVZ and currently uh she's really into Ice Slash. Um so no, not at all and I'm not completely sure what it was about PVZ that um that kind of grabbed her but although we talked about it a little bit last night because we were recording this and 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 for her again it was it was it was a lot to do with um the kind of completeness of it and the kind of ease with which um it explained itself and she really enjoyed the uh, the kind of zombies and the the kind of the character of it the other thing this is the only game that I've uh, heard um my son talking about where they played it in the playground like as in you be plants will be zombies oh, right. um, 
as in like a jumpers for goalposts yeah. kind of kind of way, um, where him and his mates would like play it live. So they play you live know, action play. plants. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not obviously they don't have iPhones because they're all like six. Um, yeah. So literally running around in the playground being plants and zombies is the only time I've heard him kind of come home and well, maybe did it with Pokemon a bit, but you know you kind of expect it because there's, there's characters and there's you know there's a there's a TV show and all that sort of stuff. But this it, the game is such that it sustains six year olds. Because it, it means that a lot of them are obviously playing it because it's not just one, it's not just your son who's like, oh, let's play this and let me tell you what the game is. They must all be, I imagine his mates are all like, oh, yeah, we play that too. Well, um, I, I think so, yeah. I'm not, I have to say, I'm not, I'm not completely sure, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think so. And it wasn't just him <laughs> inflicting his obsession <laughs> on his friends. Like, oh, God, not him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've kind of covered sort of maybe why its appeal is popular across the uh, board I, I wonder if maybe that's why i didn't get on with it because maybe it's quite a good game for new gamers and younger gamers no no obviously disagree you in um <laughs> but i think none taken but i think i kind of got to a stage that i think because i do play it in that way where you have like four sunflowers mm. there's maybe there's maybe a point early on in the level where it's exciting and you're kind of you know you're sort of battling to to stop the the, the sort of zombies getting to you but i i found there was a tipping point quite early in each level where i just had such a robust defense i was essentially just sitting and kind of waiting for the level to end it didn't make me want to continue with it and yeah. i think that's why i was surprised that it was that it was as popular as, as it is i think that's I, yeah i didn't feel that need to play it any more than i had i kind of thought yeah that's quite entertaining it's well made um but it, I didn't think, oh, I really want to see where this goes. I'd, I, in my mind, I'd kind of already thought, yeah, there's going to be more mm. plants and there's going to be more zombie types that mm. respond to those plants. But it is essentially going to be the same experience. I think it's a fair criticism, Chris. You know, because I think it does it does unfold too slowly, and um, and you you know you don't. There's a ton of fantastic stuff. I, I agree. You know, you don't get any sense of that from the um, from the free version. So that's, I think that's a fair criticism. Which probably yeah. reflects yeah. who they're um, targeting at. In in some ways, it, really, it isn't the likes of us, maybe, uh, who are used to ha how a game proceeds and sort of more have higher expectations. It sounds like it does. It does fit someone who hasn't played games quite as much and doesn't come with those. And is quite happy for it to unfold slowly. I like what you're say, saying, Chris, because I had the same instinct. Like, well, where's the fast forward button? I literally went through pressing every button on the DS, thinking there must be yeah. a fast forward. Yeah, um, and absolutely. It's just odd. It's so fully featured in other in other areas that just the, just being able to speed it up um, wasn't there. I mean, you say four sunflowers. I'd usually go for about eight at the beginning, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I have I have something uh, that was really cheap that could just stave off the early zombies and get as many sunflowers down as I could. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, once they introduced, but they fast forward. But I see. I wonder if because you you know I mean we, we've talked about this uh, you know, between us in the past that I I have a problem with certain elements of strategy games and for me it's a very fine line if i enjoy a strategy game or not because on the one hand if the way that it allows you to approach the level is too broad that generally means that it can sometimes be too easy because if you have if you have a game where there's multiple solutions to a problem typically you'll stumble across one of those solutions without even really trying very hard and i think what i find with strategy games is that the only way to make them more challenging is to actually require a specific set 
of placements or a specific approach to the economy. And in that way, you're kind of you're having to get into the head of what the designer thought when they're playing that level. You know, we've talked about Starship Patrol. And the mm. only thing that I don't like about Starship Patrol is that every now and again, you have a level where the challenge is, is so extreme and so specific that there's almost a set order of mm. the things you have to buy and the order you have to put them down in. And at that point, I stop enjoying it. But at the same time, I think it's very difficult to maintain a very solid challenge without having to direct that player experience. Yes, it, it, essentially, um, what you're saying is it's, it's when the game becomes more of a puzzle rather than just an experience in its own right, something, something to solve um, that you get on with it. And I would love to like that. I mean, I have very fond memories of Lemmings, but I don't ever remember actually enjoying playing it. Yeah, it yeah. is. Just, I, I found I rem- if I think actually about playing it properly, I remember it being intensely frustrating. I have a lot of nostalgia for it, but I don't think I think if someone said, "Wow, look at this!" You know, we've done this new and updated Lemmings. I'd look at it and I think that's fantastic, but I probably wouldn't play it because I know how much it would annoy me. Plants vs Zombies almost works. I mean, see my kids play it. It's almost like they're they've got a magazine open or something on their lap because they'll often have watching the tv and be like oh no i'm gonna play plants versus zombies at the same time and it's almost like this corollary um experience that they can just sort of put alongside what something else that's happening so they don't play it in nearly so much of a focused way as you're describing and i think there's probably an element of that to me too i'll 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 play it maybe while i'm watching something in the evening um with my wife and uh, i can sort of keep an eye on what's happening without having to feel like oh i've got to solve and really give it my full attention which is kind of Ironic, I guess. <laughs> I like it because it doesn't demand too much or something. Although it does do lots of interesting things, though, as you go on. and even it, it does take it at times in a more real-time strategy sort of direction where it does limit your, your stocks of plants mm. and stuff. So, yeah. See, I'd be, I have to say that the sound of this two-player kind of versus thing to me does actually sound more interesting because when I played it, I just played it as a Flash game on the PC, so... I've kind of not seen any of that. Uh, but I think, yeah, the idea of, you know, maybe having a human opponent is actually maybe slightly more appealing. But then I've just, you know, on Ghost Recon, I've just uh, unlocked a um, Soldiers versus Zombies uh, multiplayer map on that. So uh, yeah. <laughs> probably, you know. You've got the zombies fight, covered. It's fight, yeah, it's fighting for the times, you know. <laughs> Was the reverse Zombies kind of mean before this game? Because there's a movie, yeah. Cockneys versus Zombies, that's being shot at the moment. The Something versus Zombies um, as a title was that? I, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm curious. Well, was, or was there a? Uh... It's weird because there's Cowboys versus Aliens as well, isn't there? Yeah, I, I put it to you that that has all been inspired by this, um, by the ubiquity of this title. Uh, you don't think it's down to the massive popularity of Alien versus Predator? No. <laughs> No, because that's not the same. Because is uh, no, but also aliens versus predators. That's kind of obvious. Perhaps that's what it's doing, isn't it? It's it's sort of lampooning the the seriousness of other sort of titles that take that format with something that's just ridiculously playful. And I think that's that's perhaps what's been picked up in sort of wider culture and in other games and stuff. Is this uh, maybe I mean odd combination of things that shouldn't really go together. Dare we use the phrase, you know, postmodernist in the sense that you have this thing where for years people have been coming up with, you know, trying to come up with very artistic and creative titles to sort of surround their their game or their film or their book or their product. And actually, we've now got to the stage where the kind of real in your face thing of, you know, you might call a movie, you know, big guns and explosions and everyone knows that it's a sort of tongue-in-cheek take on the action genre. And in the same way with this, it's sort of like, well, you know, you could call it something really clever, but actually... 
Let's like just Lauren of the Dead. Like, yeah, absolutely. You see, now that's that's a more traditional kind of clever pun title. But I wonder if it is just that thing where where audiences are kind of savvy and they they read into it that it's a joke if someone calls it bullet versus face or whatever. James Moran. Who's making Cockneys versus Zombies? Say that again. Sorry. He's making where J- James Moran, who wrote Severance and one of the two yeah. video games and a bunch of other stuff, um, uh, he has written a movie called Cockneys versus Zombies, which he's currently shooting. He's brilliant. He's proper. He's proper brilliant. I mean, he might just say, "No, it was nothing to do with Plants versus Zombies." or nothing to say, but but um, <laughs> yeah. But no, he's very good. It often seems obvious that a video game has inspired something in wider culture. As you look into it, um, often there's yeah, there's lots of evidence, um, but then. You talk to the person and they're like, oh, no, that's not true at all. Like, well, it's um, interesting because I remember seeing uh, when The Mummy first came out, I remember going in to see The Mummy and thinking, you know, this is Tomb Raider. And it seemed to me, having played a lot of Tomb Raider and then going and seeing this film, there was for me, there were so many parallels between what was going on kind of on screen and, and what I'd played that I really felt that it was a kind of a sort of homage to Tomb Raider. And then obviously the Tomb Raider game the movie came out and I thought, actually, that's weird because this isn't as good as The Mummy was in terms of representing the, the you know the soul of this game is it somebody described it, i think the two may be described as the first post content movie <laughs> <laughs> heavy rain and um the bbc series sherlock for me seem to have a really heavy overlap they have they both do this thing where they put the sort of emotions up on the screen and they have a very similar sort of aesthetic and as oh, i was watching a little news post about that uh, for game people and i thought oh well, what i need to do is to see a bit of clip of of sound from um from sherlock so I was just watching one of the programmes and there's a section where um, Sherlock's talking about one of the murders. There's this thing where he's, he's like, oh, how do we know where she's come from? Oh, she's obviously been in heavy rain um, in the last five hours. Where has there been heavy rain in, you know, in the local vicinity? It seems, <laughs> seems to actually sort of cleverly oh, really? state... That, um, that there is a connection but there's nothing to say that that's true maybe it's a coincidence but it's almost like tangible you we, might have solved um, some sort of mystery in one but it's um was it Stephen Moffat isn't it yeah um, yeah and Mark Gatiss yeah it's funny perception though isn't it because of the two of them I kind of imagine Mark Gatiss as more of the gamer but look, here, here's the clip her coat is slightly damp she's been in heavy rain in the last few hours no rain anywhere in London in that time under her coat collar is damp too she's turned it up against the wind where has there been heavy rain and strong wind within the radius of that travel time could you hear that no no <laughs> um... I, I just I just googled Sherlock Holmes heavy rain and the first thing that comes up heavy rains Jackie Ainsley oh. pregnant with Sherlock Holmes's guy Richie we're out of time now i'm afraid but um loads of interesting stuff about plants versus zombies uh, and obviously we love it and i think you probably would as well so go and have a have a play of it on any system you can get your hands on until next week if you want to keep up with us you can check in at the website at gamepeople.co.uk you can friend us on facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash gamepeople or follow us on twitter at game underscore people until next time bye 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 was recorded for gamepeople.co.uk. The editor and producer was Andy Robertson.